journey. And so they have been traveling with me extensively. It's been such a blessing to have them, uh, you know, with your family, traveling with you. It comes with its challenges and obstacles, but it's been an incredible time as we look back now and we look at what God has done. And this is only God. Um, I'm not smart enough. I'm not educated enough. I don't have, you know, the skills to be able to do it. It's only God and the glory of God that can come and accelerate everything in your life. And this is what we are praying for you today, that God would come and touch your life where you are right now in 2022, your business, your ministry, your family, and God would come and do the impossible in this year for you in 2022. Amen. That was just a prophetic word for over everyone. <clears throat> to write it down, receive it, and take it. Okay. Amen. Let's pray and we can get into the word. Thank you, Father, for your word this morning. As we open up your word, life comes forth. Thank you, Lord, that every ear can hear, every heart can receive. And we pray, Father, that you prepare our minds right now, that we would not limit what you want to do in our lives. Come and renew our minds, Lord. Father, I pray that you would pray every heart now as well to receive the uncompromised word in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's many familiar faces here in the room, so we greet you, we acknowledge you. It's a blessing to see so many uh, people here. Um, how many of you are visitors here this morning? Would you just quickly raise your hand? Welcome, all of those visitors. Let's give them a hand, please. <laughs> So I don't know how, if you know how it works here, but you come here as a visitor and then you leave as family. So, yeah, get plugged in, get connected if you don't have a spiritual house or family. You know, our spiritual lives is uh, vital in this time and it is important for every person to be connected to a spiritual group, to a group where you can receive life. And uh, we don't choose those places, God chooses it for, for us. If you are going to look for a perfect church, perfect place, perfect group, you're never going to find that. You know, all churches are perfect until people show up. <laughs> and so there's no such thing. Uh, even in our natural families, I've learned that every family is dysfunctional. There's just different levels of dysfunctionality. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we have to have a family group. You know, when it comes to our personal families, if we have arguments and difficulties between us, you know, we still remain family. And that's the same thing with the church. Uh, our church family remains our family. Whether we agree and disagree on things, it's still family. And God uses that family to sharpen you and develop you and train you on areas that you do not want to be trained in. Places that's not comfortable. But that's, where, that's how we grow and how we move forward. So I want to encourage you to get connected. It is vital for you to stay connected. You see, as soon as the word is dropped in your life, immediately the enemy wants to come and steal it. And it's the same thing today. As I prophesied to you, immediately the enemy wants to take that word from you. And that's where your spiritual family is vital because they will help you to journey through that word and help you to understand what time and what season that word is for you in your life. Amen. It's okay to say amen, okay? It's not a, it's not a bad word. Okay. John chapter 10 verse 27, you can read with me. He says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. My sheep listen to my voice. Today, people know exactly what they should not do, but they don't know what they should do. If I ask them, <laughs> what, what, what's God's plan for you in 2022? They say, no, I know I should not do this and this and this, but they cannot tell you what they need to do. Yet, he tells us that his sheep will listen to my voice, and, they, and I know them, and they follow me. This is a time that is critical for us to be led by the voice of God. 
in uh, vision recently, I was uh, uh, um, overseas in America, and uh, I sat one morning, and the Lord spoke to me. He said, um, now, 50% uh, of what I do globally is I train people in the voice of God. We do workshops, and that is what we do. And so one morning, I sat, and uh, the Lord said to me the morning, he said, can I teach you to hear my voice? I said, yes, Lord. Uh, but, I mean, there's so many materials, so many things that we have. And I said, yes. And the Lord said, okay. I'm going to take you into a vision now. And so I went into a vision, into a, uh, it seemed like a cave, like a, a, a place. And in that place, there's obstacles and rocks and things, not obstacles in, uh, uh, you know, in, in a playground type of setup, but obstacles in rocks and mountains and valleys and that in this cave. And then the Lord said to me, he said, I'm going to put the lights off now. And so just be prepared. Don't be afraid. But I'm going to make it dark now. And so he put the lights off in that, in that place, completely dark. Immediately, when it went dark, my senses immediately just sprung up. And so suddenly I could hear water flowing, the wind blowing. I could pick up cracks and things in there. And my first reaction was to, to let my senses lead me. Um, because I wanted to get out of that place and I, I wanted to listen to the water and follow the water to get, to get out. And I could hear the wind in that side and that. And then the Lord said to me, do you hear the water? I said, yes. He said, do you hear the wind? I said, yes. He said, okay. Now don't listen to that. Now listen to my voice. He said, give one step forward. And it was difficult because my senses wanted to lead me in different directions. And I'm used to be led by my senses. I've developed my spiritual senses. The same way you have five natural senses, you have spiritual senses. And you can develop those senses like a muscle. And I've trained them. And he said, okay, now don't listen to that. Don't follow those senses. Now listen to my voice. Take one step forward. And as I took a step forward, I wanted to go right because I could hear the water there. He said, don't, don't listen to that. Shut up those senses. Listen to my voice. A forward, forward, and the voice of God. Let me out of that place. 2020, 2022 is a time where the voice of God is going to be a very important part in your life. You cannot lean on your understanding, your wisdom, your senses, even spiritual senses cannot replace the voice of God in your life. And so he wants to speak to you and lead you into where you need to go. Now, the last two, three years, we've been in a season or in a time where we had to make things happen. I don't know where you've been, but all of us have been affected the last two years. Um, I, uh, um, we had a conference here in, in um, uh, Grootbrak um, the week before the lockdown started. And uh, that Friday, I was supposed to fly to Chicago for a conference. And right there, and then before I could get on that plane, we had the lockdown. And so suddenly... My entire life came to a standstill with, with COVID. And a lot of what we do is international. And so no flying, no traveling, no can't get in and out of nations into places. And so everything came, came to a standstill. And in, in that moment, in that place, I, it was great the first month being home and spending time with family. But then suddenly I started to get frustrated because Part of what I need to do is we have to travel, we have to move. And then the Lord spoke to me one morning. I said, Lord, I don't know what to do anymore. I've prayed, I've done everything that I, that I can. And the Lord said to me, get back into your assignment. And so I had to reevaluate myself, not people's opinion of my assignment, but I had to evaluate myself and say, what is my assignment really? 
What am I really called for? There's many things that I can do. And this is where we fall in a trap because we do the 10 things that God did not tell us to do, but the very one thing that he told us to do, we don't do. And uh, the question is for 2022 is not what can you do, is what's God asking you to do. I know you're gifted and you know you can start another business and plant another church and start another ministry and run another group, but what is God telling you to do? What did he tell you to do? Because that will be your focal point and your, and your guidance in this year. There's so many voices and things that's happening around us that's trying to pull us into things that is just taking our time. You know, the enemy, if he does not push you from the front, he starts to push you from behind. He makes you so busy that you don't have time to do the things that you were called to do. And uh, it's, we're in that place now where it is vital for you to hear the voice of God. What is God saying? And we do not need a prophet in the room to come and clarify and confirm what God is saying in your life. Every person that's sitting here needs to know what's the word, what's the direction, what's the guidance, what's the leading of God for your life this year. It's available to everyone. Every person that's sitting in this room right now can hear the voice of God. Everyone. Everyone is not obedient to that voice. There's a difference in hearing it and being obedient to it. My children hear my voice, but they, but they don't do what I tell them. So this is a time for us to be obedient as well, to do and to respond to what God is telling us to do. Now, as a father, God is trying to teach us to hear his voice. He's not trying to make it impossible. He's not trying to hide it or keep it from us. He wants to make it available to us. I have a, um, a seven-year-old now. When he was four years old, we played hide and seek. And the purpose of hide and seek and playing this game with him is I wanted to fellowship with him, build relationship with him, and I wanted him to hear my voice, to listen to my voice. And so for him to hear my voice, I had to come down to his level. I can't expect him to come to my level. That's the same thing with God. God is not expecting us to come to his level. He comes and he makes himself available in his voice on a level where everyone has access to it. He puts himself in our reach. When I play hide and seek with my uh, seven-year-old when he was four, I had to make sure that I put myself in a place where he can find me. I don't get into a cupboard somewhere and then an hour later get out and I say, you stupid child, why couldn't you find me? The thing is, his attention span is five minutes. If he does not find me within five minutes, he forgets about that and he gets busy with something else. And so it's not just where I put myself, it's also the time frame where he has to find me. The main reason why people miss the voice of God today in their lives is not because God is too far, but because he's too close. Because his voice is so close to your life that you think it's your own thoughts, your own ideas, your own desires, but it's the voice of God that's busy leading you. And so God is trying really hard. I used to go on my knees and pray and say, God, please speak, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. And then God would say to me, would you please listen, 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 listen to my voice. And so this is not a competition where God's trying to hide himself from you for 50 years. And then when you're 70 years old, you find him. God wants you to find him. He wants you to know his voice in your life. He wants you to know what you need to do with your family, business, marriage, relationships, friendships, finances. He wants to guide you and lead you in that. And so his voice is available to you today. Now, one thing that makes the voice of God very clear in your life is obedience. When God speaks to you and you listen to that, 
It, it, it brings a clarity immediately to the voice of God in your life. And so God is waiting for you to respond. The question this morning is not, can you hear the voice of God? The question is, when are you going to respond? God's been speaking. He's been speaking the last two weeks, the last month. He's speaking today, this morning when you woke up. He spoke to you in the car. He spoke. But he's waiting for someone that will listen and respond. And so John chapter 10 verse 5 says, But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. There's three voices that are speaking to us. One voice, the voice of God, the voice of the enemy, and your voice. And he's saying in the scripture that we can recognize the voice of God. Learning the voice of God is not a voice that you have to learn every month, every week, every year. It's a voice that you start to recognize in your life. You know that's God speaking. And in the beginning, it's okay to test it and confirm it and pray and fast and do all of those things. But once you know his voice, you start to function in that. Today, I'm married for 14 years and... I know my wife's voice. I don't, if she speaks to me, I don't say, no, give me five minutes, I'm going to pray whether it's you or the devil speaking now. <laughs> I know her voice. I'm not going to try to find who, what person is speaking now. I know, I didn't know it in the beginning, but as we fellowshiped and we spent time, I, I learned to know that voice. Today I can walk in spar or checkers and she can, <laughs> she can make a sound, I know that sound. I know her voice. I don't need confirmation anymore. She doesn't have to confirm it. She doesn't have to, every time when she walks into the house and she says to me, she loves me, she doesn't have to say the wedding vows again. I know her. We're in relationship. We're in fellowship. I'm speaking to people today that in fellowship with God. And if you are here and you've not made that decision to accept Christ, I want to encourage you, don't leave this place without that decision. It's the most powerful thing that you can do is to receive Christ in your life. Immediately, as you receive Christ, that voice is activated. It's part of the package. <laughs> you don't have to receive Christ and then go to do a 10-work course on hearing the voice of God. It's there. It's activated. But God will require obedience from you to be able to grow in that voice. Amen? Let's pray together. Thank you, Father, for every person that's in this room right now. Father, I pray for your voice. Lord, I declare that in 2022 that your people will be led by your voice. They will hear your voice clearly. They will not follow the voice of a stranger. They will not even be interested in that or be pulled in that direction. They will listen to your voice and they will move in that direction. Thank you, Father, that in 2022 that you're going to lead your people to a place of refreshment, to a place of victory, to a place of revival, to a place of awakening, Lord. I declare that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. Amen. You don't have to be concerned. Often people ask me, to, you know, when I start to prophesy, people start to sweat because they think that uh, all that we see is people's sins and, and uh, addictions and that. I want to see that, but God doesn't want to show me. But uh, I, don't, I don't see that at all. What is, in, what is amazing about, still about the prophetic gift to me is how God sees us. I was in Canada and I ministered to a couple and uh, before the service, they already, she already filed divorce papers and they were, they were getting divorced. And uh, they came to the meeting and I ministered to them in the meeting. And I prophesied over uh, the lady and then her husband. And then the husband, after the prophecy, he stood up, he came to the front and he said, the woman that you just spoke about, he said, 
I want to get to know that woman. He says, because the, the woman that I'm married to is not that woman. But what you just said, the things you spoke about, I want to, I'm going to stay in this marriage because I want to get to know that woman. And this is what the prophetic does. It has the ability to look beyond a person's weakness, beyond their challenges, beyond their frustration, and it brings out the strengths in them. And it saved his marriage because he could not see or look beyond his wife's inability, but the prophetic would help him to look beyond that. And this is what you have to understand with the voice of God, not just prophecy, but the voice of God. When you hear the voice of God, God's voice has the ability to look beyond the obstacles that you have, beyond your circumstances. You're sitting in a situation and you're saying, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. God's voice has the ability to speak beyond that obstacle, beyond that challenge, beyond that situation. It seems that this is the end. His voice can come, and there's no limitation to the voice of God in your life. Amen. Okay, wonderful. What's your name there with the black uh, shirt, sir? Vance. Luke. Will you stand up, Luke? What do you do for life? Luke, work, study, what do you do? You just finished school, but what are you doing now? You? What work do you do? If you tell me, I can market you and ask 10% of whatever profit you get from that. You're working in retail. Okay. The fact that you are alive and here today is the grace of God. God has protected you, has kept you from so many things in your life, and I thank God that you started to make the right choices. There was friends and people in your circles that would have, would have taken you to prison. It would have completely destroyed your life. There was, you were marked from the day that you were born. There was a heavy fight for your soul. But I thank God that you started to make right choices and life choices that has brought you to this place where you are now. The reason why you're here is because of prayer. It's definitely an intercessor within your circle, within your life, that has prayed for you, that I've really pressed through and your darkest hour, someone touched heaven on your behalf. And that's why you are here today. There's a call on your life to serve God and not just to serve Him, but to serve His people. There's ministry that God wants to bring forth. And if you would allow God, then He's going to start to prepare you and train you and equip you to where He wants to take you. It's very clear important that you do need to be part of Bible school. You have to sign up. You have to be part of that. Uh, you have to make time. You can't say I don't have time. God wants to train you spiritually and activate you for the calling that will later in your life uh, be surfaced. Now, in a, in a few years from now, you will not recognize yourself in where God's going to take you. There's a boldness that's coming upon your life today. It'll start to surface to be able to speak. God is touching your vocal cords. The enemy has tried to silence you but God is touching your vocal cords and it's the word of God that will start to come forth and so you are called to also function as an evangelist and so within the workspace God is going to put you in situations where you will have to start to share his word and speak his word and share with people life it will start it's like a tap that opens and a little bit of water comes through and suddenly the flow is going to come but the, there's an invitation this morning where God is saying if you would allow him if you would give him a chance with your life that he will take you to places that you never imagined you can go. Okay, bless you, sir. What is, what's your name, sir? What's your name? Yes. Me. Yes. Why me? Why me? What's your name? Johnny. Johnny, and who's next to you, Johnny? Who's? Please stand. Lovely, beautiful wife. Johnny, what do you do, sir, for work? Okay. What do you do? Me. Yes. Anything anymore. Okay. And tell me, how long are you married? 
45 years. Let's give them a hand. <laughs> okay. You are a, I don't know if you know it, but you're a very interesting man. Very, yes, very, <laughs> very interesting character. <laughs> uh, what I want to say to both of you is when I look at you today, I just sense the delight of the Lord when it comes to your lives. Both of you have done so many things for the kingdom of God, and you never, never got the credit for what you've done. And you're not someone that, that's, that asks for that and want to be seen or known. But today, God wants to uplift you and honor you, both of you, for years and years of serving people and touching people's lives. It's people that you've touched that no one wanted to touch. People gave up on them, they turned their backs on them, but you didn't. You kept on reaching, you kept on believing, you kept on trusting for them. And there is, I sense there's people in heaven right now that is saved and they're with God because of you. Because you did spend the time and you made, you, you made the effort to reach out to them and today they have eternity. That's the most precious thing a person can receive because you made that. There's an anointing on you. I call it a Nicodemus anointing. It's to sit with the one. It's to sit, it's, you know, a lot of people just want to chase the crowds and they think it's, you know, it's irrelevant to sit with one individual. But you, that person that stops and you, you minister to one, one person. But those people are people that are pivotal people in society. They have tremendous influence and impact the ones that you are touching right now. Now, as you stand here, I'm not speaking anything negative over you, over your life, but there is some sickness and disease within your body right now that's trying to slow you down and stop you. And we are not going to allow that. And so I command the enemy to take his hand off you. No sickness, no disease. And I declare that God will extend your life. He will add years to your life. I come against any form of sickness, but especially cancer. Cancer, it's not your portion. It will not come close to you. It will not touch you or your household at all. Now, both of you are semi in semi-retirement right now, both of you. And God is reactivating you today. The word retirement is not in God's dictionary. It doesn't exist. And so the Lord is refiring you and awakening both of you today. God is looking for a, a place of outflow in your life, a place where ministry can flow from. And I sense that the ministry part of your life is busy increasing, is busy growing, and the Lord needs you to get more involved and more connected. You're not called just to sit and keep a seat warm in church. You're called to be a pillar in, within this church. And so I don't know how long you are here or you're part of that, but this is where the Lord wants you to be, but there's more. There's a greater authority, responsibility is coming on both of you, and I'm here to tell you that you are fit to carry it, you're called to carry it, and God's going to use that. There's a strength that's coming to you spiritually to be able to do more within a shorter time frame. And so God's giving you the grace to be able to do that, but you have to be here. You have to be here. Sorry? <laughs> Bless you. Yes. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you, sir. What is your name, sir? Medivet. Yeah. What's your name? Skis? Denzel. Denzel. Who's next to you, Denzel? Who is that? Your stand, girlfriend, please. <laughs> okay. What's your name, girlfriend? Hila. Okay. What do you do, sir, for work? Engineer. You are? Helicopter engineer. Helicopter engineer. What do you do? Uh, interior design. Interior design. Okay. And how long are you dating or girlfriend, boyfriend? Year or so. Year away. And, and you wait. And you waiting for what? 
No, Jesus is returning very soon. <laughs> we have to get married and get children and do all of that before he returns. So, okay. Uh, you are a, a remarkable person. Incredible the weightiness that you carry. And so there's been influ influential people within your life, people that God has put there for seasons and also removed from your life. And, uh, but the Lord's been busy breaking away and chipping away every form of limitation and boundary around you. The calling upon your life is not just local. There's an international calling that's upon your life. And when I look at you, I cannot assign you to one specific nation or place geographically because I hear God saying that the world, the globe, is your portion. You'll not be limited to what you do in one place, in one area. There's a contract that's coming very soon. I see a company that's signing you up, a contract that is coming that's going to take you to a completely different level. Uh, I see that they are discussing, as I speak to you now, they're sitting in a room, they are discussing you. They're talking about you, the eyes is on you. They've found someone that fits exactly and perfect uh, what they want to do. Now, it's great in what you are doing and where you are, but God wants to expand that. You're not just someone that's called to do the work, but also to train, also to equip. And so there's some additional courses and training that you will have to do. You'll have to get it done. It's urgency in my spirit that you need to do it quickly because uh, they will use you as a trainer as well in the future to be able to equip and able to train. And so the Lord is opening up the globe to you, releasing you. South Africa will always be part of you connected to this nation, but there's a lot more that's waiting for you. Europe is opening, America will definitely play a part, but there's not one specific area that you'll be called to work just in that place. I see a company that's really international, where they function and what they do, as the Lord is preparing you. Now, as you stand here today, you still carry unforgiveness in your heart, and it's very important for you to leave this place here today and forgive. And so I want to ask you, in no way do I say it's right what's happened at all. You are someone that's so committed, so loyal, so faithful. If you commit to someone, even friendships, you will stick with that person no matter what. But you did not receive the same. You gave your heart, but didn't give theirs. And it was very difficult for you to understand that. You know, the challenge with us today is we think that people have the same integrity that we have. And so we go into a relationship and we expect that same integrity and they don't have that. And this is what happened to you. You gave everything, but you didn't receive the same. And so God wants to heal you up today. He wants to heal your heart. He wants to set you free, but you have to forgive. You have to let them go. Um, you're still looking for something there. You're still thinking, but what, what if, what if, what if it, you still want to change that? We cannot do anything about the past. It's over. It's passed away. We have to let go. Because the Lord is trying to propel you into your future, but that thing is delaying you. It's holding you back. Not just your relationship. It's holding back your life, everything. It's a heavy weight that's blocking you. And so release that. Let go. Uh, um, in, in one sentence, just say, Lord, I forgive that person. I set them free. I release them. You will leave here today as a completely free person. Completely. There's a weightiness that's lifting from you completely. So anointing that you carry for property as well throughout the years, you will accumulate different property. I'm not hearing God saying just this property or that. I hear God saying you will have a portfolio of property in various nations all over the world. And so it's not buy this and sell this. It's this and that. And so God's busy taking you up. He's teaching you that. Now there's an area of a father figure that you did not have. You did not have someone that gave you all of that. And that doesn't mean that there was not a father in your life, but you need it as a father figure. You didn't have all that backing. But today, God is stepping in your life, and he's giving you that backing. There's a father, God, that's very proud of you, very proud of the man who you've become. You had so many obstacles, but you broke through it. 
There's things, addiction, different things came to destroy you, but you broke through it. You chose to live and not to die. You chose to break through. And so God is so proud of you this morning. Uh, you know, I look at you and I hear God saying, this is my boy, this is my boy. And so God is going to support you and stand behind you. There will be no door that will, will be able to remain closed in your life. The favor of God will open every door in your life. Okay, bless you. I'm listening to you, to you separately. Stand, stand, stand. I'm ministering to you separately because once I connect you prophetically, that word is connected to you as a couple. I want you, I really sense that the Lord has put both of you, he's connected both of you. But you have to take this seriously, uh, where you are and where, where you're going in the future. It's a conversation that you have to have because both of you are very mature, very mature that you carry. So it's not, you don't have to date for 10 years and that you know, both of you, she's very focused, very strong leader, same thing with you. You have your ways and how you want to do things. It's important to decide. Now, um, both of you have very similar past. Um, Yemus, you, you had to grow up very quickly. Uh, when it comes to your childhood, there was tremendous pressure early in your life and that pressure that the enemy meant to destroy and kill you eventually brought out the best inside you. And you became a leader early in your life. You had to rise, you had to lead, you had to stand, you had to make things happen. And so God's busy transforming you into a businesswoman that has tremendous vision and perspective. What amazes me is the mindset that you have. You are not a small-minded person. You have great vision, you have great mind, and this where you are right now is just a part of God's plan and journey for your life. There's so much more that is waiting for you. 2022 is here, is very important for you. You are busy coming to a T-junction very quickly, and when you get to that place, you're going to have to make some decisions in where you need to go. But uh, God has already prepared you. You are not someone thinks small, and so even in that decision, you know you're going to know what to take and what to do, but it is going to propel you in a completely different level of where you need to function. You have that creativity inside you, but there's a lot more that you carry and you can do. And uh, I see God wants to, you are in a form of a cage now and you want to break out. It's frustrating already. Um, you want to do more. You want to do it on a greater level. And this is God that has put those dreams inside you and in your life. There's a magazine that will knock on your door very soon and they are going to, God's going to use them as a catalyst in your life to be able to uh, touch markets and places that you, you cannot get into. I do see an article with a photo of you where you are talking and communicating about what you're doing. And it's not just the creativity, but it's also the leadership skills. And so they are going to approach you specifically regarding the leadership ability to create something out of nothing. And that's going to elevate you tremendously in your life. Okay, bless you. Maybe see this. I've Two minutes left. Pastor Amu, just quickly stand, please, and pick one person in this room. Friends, enemy, doesn't matter. I'll deal with them. <coughs> Any, anyone, just here. First thing that comes up in your spirit. Don't worry about Clive. Clive, stand. Stand quickly, Clive. We have one minute left. So, What do you do, Clive, for work? District municipality. Where's your wife? She's at home. Why, you don't bring your wife to church? Friends. So friends is more important than God? I'm joking. Don't worry. Just joking. The reason why I'm asking is I sense your, I see your wife next to you right now. Your wife is tired. And uh, God wants to touch her. And as I speak to you today, the Lord's touching her life. And he's rejuvenating and picking her up as well. There's been many attacks on her lately. But that has to stop now. And uh, as you stand here... I pray for the grace and the mercy of God upon your wife's life, that the Lord will 
any form of attack. There's some sickness that wants to come in. There's exhaustion, any form of attack. I command it to stop right now, and I declare life over her in Jesus' name at this moment. Now, where you are working right now, and it's not now, it's, been, it's the season of your life. You've had tremendous uh, resistance. People that are standing against you. Don't point them out, please. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so tremendous resistance, not now. This is the story of your life. Resistance that are standing against you. And the Lord is saying that you are not leaving that place. You're not moving. You're not shifting. They can try whatever they want to. He has positioned you there, and he will keep you there. And so people can try to plot against you, but it is the grace of God that will keep you in that position. And same, when I look at you, I see David today, and when David came to a place where he put his sword down and he walked into the field and he said, God, I'm not going to try to fight for a position. You made me king. If you want me to remain king, then you have to do it. And this is where you are today. You did not, you did not fight God. God positioned you there. He placed you there. And it's God that will keep you in that place. Now, I wonder why you did not become a pastor because there's a very strong mantle that's upon you, not just now, but generationally. There's many pastors in your generations, and that mantle has been dropped, and I do sense it on your life. And so you are called to be a shepherd. And so right now you are a shepherd in the marketplace. Even where you are at work, you are being a shepherd and accumulating people and ministering. There's a lot of ministry that is happening within your area. And uh, I see the work area, but the ministry part is important because the Lord has put you there. You are a shepherd to those people. You're someone that is, uh, is so, you have the peace of God upon your life. And that is your greatest strength. You're not someone that moves fast. You're very slow. I don't know if you, if someone flashes lights behind you, it's because you're driving slow. So you just go a little bit faster. But you're a slow mover, very slow mover. But that is what saved you. The fact that you didn't uh, move into things hasty and made decisions, you were very consistent in doing things. That is what rescued you at the end of the day. It's people that... Fireworks, they launched ahead of you, but they're all, they're nowhere today. But you're still there because of that consistency that you carry. The presence of God is evident on your life. There's a very strong presence of the Lord on you, and God is, is carrying you in this. Now, where's your, how many children do you have? I'm looking for a son. Do you have a son? Where's your son? Okay, give me their names quickly, the three sons. Ages. Okay, the, 20, the 21 year old, what's his name? Okay, where is he now at this moment? Okay, so that young man has a calling on his life. All of your children are called, but that's the one that's running away from the call of God. And so as you stand here, he is, he's been through, through so many attacks, and he's, he's right now, there's uncertainty whether he even serves God at this moment, but it's not true. God's knocking on his door. This is a fist. God has hooked him and God's busy pulling him in, pulling him in, pulling him in. The mantle that's upon your life will rest on that child's life. That child will be in full-time ministry one day. Full-time ministry. And no demon in hell can stop God's calling that God has for him. And so... As you stand here, we call him into the kingdom of God. Father, right now we call him in. Come against any form of cloudiness or confusion in his mind, Lord, that he will come to his senses. And know that you are a good father and you will recognize your calling and hand on his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, sir. Thank you, Amor. Thank you, Amor. Great. Thank you, Andre. Okay, Ross, stand here up. No, it's not good. 
Um, okay, so what I wanted to do is let's, if the band can come, come up, please. So the, the prophetic gift, if the Bible says if we receive, a prof- uh, if we honor a prophet, then we'll receive the prophet's reward. And the prophet's reward is not, it's not a single prof- prophetic word. That's not what the prophet's reward is. The prophet's reward is to hear from God for yourself. So this is actually one of the most dangerous things to do is to get somebody like Andre in here and to give, get him to prophesy over individuals. Because what people tend to do is they go, okay, I need a word from Andre. I can't do it myself. So what are we going to trust now is that God give us, that he gives us the prophetic reward. And that's to hear from the Lord straight from heaven for ourselves. Okay, so let's stand. And if you can just, just open your hands like this, as if you're receiving something. And now, in your own words, so you've, you've seen it at work. So I can tell you, for instance, Luke's testimony over there, it was so spot on, it is ridiculous. And uh, we've been working now with Luke for the last two weeks, and his mom, who is an intercessor, came to me and said, Amor, I'm praying for this boy. This boy needs a touch from the Lord. Hey, Luke, even on, on Thursday, again. So what you've seen is just to, just to stimulate your faith that God can speak through you. Andre is a normal O with a global sticker upside barking. Okay, so Andre, I, I want you just, but before we, before we praise over us for impartation, I want all of you just on your own, you cry out to the Lord. So Lord, like you said, it's, the problem is not, not that God's too far. The problem is God is too close. And it's, it's we've been trained in our minds often because of religion, often because of, of experiences in the past to seek God out far in the far and distant places. But He's close by. So you now just, in your own words, you start speaking to the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm, I'm not going to go to the far distant places. I'm not going to go to the next YouTube clip. I'm not going to go to um, any other prophetic person or pro- prophetic conference. All of those things are good. I go to them often. I'm going to come to you because you are with me. So let's just, in our own words, just bring that to the Lord. If you need to repent, then do it. Just cry out. Let's all cry out together. If you can pray in tongues, just pray in tongues. Say, Lord, I just receive you as the one who is close by. God wants to hear you. Just, just whisper it out. If you want to do it out loud, say, I want to hear you. We need your voice. Amos 3 verse 7 says, God will not do anything without revealing it to His prophets. And the new covenant, all of us can function in a prophetic anointing. All of us, in other words, can hear God's voice. So let's just, just go deeper. Just cry and say, Lord, I, I need more of you. And if you're not saved in this room, if you don't know Jesus, just say, Lord, I need not only a, a word from the Lord, I need you, the fullness of Jesus Christ on the cross in my life, the resurrection power. I need the Holy Spirit. Let's just cry out. Say, cry out, Jesus. 
Jesus, you are so precious to us because you open the door for us to have relationship with the Father. Father, we pray for impartation right now. Lord, I pray for all nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy. All nine gifts. All nine gifts. Thank you, Father, that you give without holding back. That you're equipping your people, Lord. Be more effective. Thank you, Lord. Right now, we release it on people. Release it, the prophetic. Father, I pray for dreams and visions to come right now. Open visions as they drive in the cars. They walk out. Open visions. They will see clearly. I pray for dreams tonight as they go to bed. That you would fill their dreams with your voice. Father, show them a picture of the future. Show them what the future looks like. A picture, a glimpse of where you are taking them. Visions. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. It's released right now. It's available to us and we have access to that right now. Holy Spirit, come and fill us. Rest upon us. Activate us today. I pray for the gift of faith to rise now for people to receive. The gift of faith. Lord, add to our faith that we can receive right now. No more doubt. Faith, Lord. The gift of faith to rise up. I release that right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So we're going to dismiss the meeting now. There will be coffee at the back. If you're here for the first time, please just hand in your card there at the back and then join us for Ken McCarr this Wednesday. Like you said, it's, it's important to hear God's voice. But then in order for you to be obedient, in order for you to follow through on what God has told you, you need Christian community. If this is your church, then join in, slot in. We will love you. We will challenge you. If this is not your church, go and find a community where you can be challenged, where you can be loved, and where there's a safe place also for you to be obedient. Because we need Christians to be obedient outside of the four walls of the church. So God bless you. Please mingle with people. That's also part of being Christians, to be nice, to smile, and to even drink a cup of coffee there at the back. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andre. You really blessed us. Let's give him a hand. And if you understand Afrikaans, you're welcome to stay for the Afrikaans service also. Maybe second time lucky.